episode, oh, is this four now? Uh, it's been a good ride so far. So I have one of my soul friends and soil friends. <laughs> her name is Darcia Houston. Uh, she's a fireball within herself. But, you know, what happens when you have fire and fire together? Where you get a conversation similar to this. Darcia is... Uh, an herbalist in her own right but she is definitely a nature or garden goddess as I have coined for her she's an agriculturalist she's a holistic living coach a nutritionist uh, really anything that deals with sourcing uh, food in the most organic and authentic way horticulture uh, permaculture any kind of culture that deals with soil uh, this this is your this is a good connect to have and this is such a beautiful story medicine or a, the unfolding of getting back to her why and connecting that to how she offers this medicine to the community so I definitely want you to enjoy and we will see you on the other side Tarcia, how are How you, you doing? doing? Fabulous. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, I'm good. Awesome. Awesome. I miss your presence. It's been uh, it's been a minute, but always good to hear from you. Um, we're gonna jump right in. We're talking about mind, body, and soil food. S-O-I-L. See what I did there? Playing right. with the words. Do you see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to let you jump in for a second because this is also going to give us some premise to why um, I'm talking about soil food. Tell the people who you are. Awesome. My name is Darcia Houston, better known as Major Melanin. I am a... A wife. I'm a mom. I am a young mom that has grown up. I am a wonderful person, a great spirit, and a lover of life, um, even the ecosystem beneath our feet, all the way to what we don't know. Mm. And um, I'm just inquisitive and creative and full of love um, and great discernment and communication I think if I would say mm. um, have a little story about me and nature nature like <laughs> putting the shield up and helping me out and um, yeah so I love old cars and stuff like that just permaculture Ooh. sustainability of life that is like really cool to me so that's um, who Darcia is at the raw? At the raw, unadulterated. I like mm -hmm. it. Oh, I I started scribbling really fast. You already coming in with some <laughs> hot points, so this is gonna be easy. I wish I had your button right now. That's easy that I can. Ah, just... <laughs> I forgot about the button. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Okay. So I got to tell a story about the button. So if you have been around um, at the genesis of Hey Hiller in uh, South South Dallas in DeSoto. So we had this community lecture series going and Dr. Jeff, myself, Darcia, Pless with um, Oak Cliff Veggie Project. So we would come in biweekly and just talk about how to take care of your body with the stuff that's in your refrigerator and in your community and in your dirt. Yes. And Darcia had a beautiful way of tying in her segment of presentation. She always came in with some kind of gadget, some button, some telephone with an actual telephone cord, some purse, some just something. But um this was like, and I want, it's not even just comedy relief. It is just what she just said about her being love and just discerning. And Darcia, I'm just going to say it this way. You know, when Darcia walks in, you, you just know. So whatever the energy is, you know, it's going to expand because she's walked in the room. So her presentation, she is lively. She is talking in all caps. She is tying together some kind of plant or herb or something, some little piece of corn that she's grown in a mason jar. And then when she's done making a point, she slaps this little red button <laughs> and the button says, that was easy. <laughs> so, yes, all these little things um, that are very subtle to Darcia, uh, they matter. They, they They really do matter. So, I had to I had to segue into that story, but that just lets you know um, how influential you are, and wow. everything you do has meaning. Like it's it's like it's just you. You think you're just doing it because it's just you, but it it has a lasting impression on people. So thank you for that. Thank you for the red button. That that's that was easy button. <laughs> I referenced that. No, seriously, I referenced that in my head, even just in random conversation or like. I'm somewhere with Portia and we're going through inventory and I'm like, I need Darcia's buttons. <gasps> I, I, need, I need to be reminded that this is easy. That's a word in itself. Let me jump mm -hmm. off. Okay. Let me, let me move on. Cause I can get lost. Um, I want to go back to something you were saying about who you are and just loving how loving nature. And of course I want to hear your nature story so we can jump into your story medicine. But permaculture and just how you just literally very in a subtle way said the preserving of all things. So this this depth is more than just food, more than just what we put into the ground, but just your love for old cards and how that's connected to your love for the preservation of land and yes. soil and our bodies and all of that. Can we jump in your story medicine for a second? Can you tell me how nature has loved on you and taught you how to preserve all things? Definitely. I um, used to farm at an institution that turned their football field into a farm. And mm. I remember being third down home side. No, maybe visitor. But I was harvesting tomatoes. And on this two-acre farm, along with a lot of wildlife and a lot of forestry, um, I am alone daily. We know that we have copperhead snakes. We know that we have uh, wild hogs. We know that we have bobcats. We have all of these things. 
but I had so many relationships outside of human uh, connection that were um, my four, you know, they're my eyes. They were, they were there for me um, pertaining like to danger and the chickens. Um, if something was dangerous, I had a chicken by the name of Georgina. She didn't play them. She didn't play no games. <laughs> she used to give me these certain sounds that I picked up on. Being a mother, you're already in tune with certain mm. idiosyncrasies of life around you. Yeah. If you tap into it or not, you know. Right. Um, but this chicken was given to us, you know, extremely young. She always took to me and we had a communication off top. So I never ignored that as if she couldn't communicate or tell me anything. And she just had this certain sound when people would come to the farm. Um, I knew that if somebody was driving versus somebody was walking up based on how she sounded. And so um, when I would be in the greenhouse, um, as soon as I would walk in, I'd be like, hey, girl, where my girl at? Because I had this goldfish that used to always deal with me heavy. Like, she used to always come to the top. So I started creating this relationship with her. I brought music in. And, you know, um, I would, she would respond to my presence. And when other people would be there, it depend on how many, if she would stay afloat or not. But I was able to prove our relationship. And then one time I'm out harvesting in uh, third down and I hear, you know, the chickens are going off. They're trying to tell me somebody's coming, but who's coming don't matter. So I'm still <laughs> doing what I'm doing, you know, mm -hmm. and I, cause I know kind of what's going on. And, um, and I'm, I'm trying to harvest these tomatoes and I'm moving and I got my headphones on. I got boots on just to try to protect me if I, you know, happen to run into a snake or whatever. But I feel like I'm 100 percent protected. And all of a sudden I go to reach to get this one red juicy tomato and it, my hand wouldn't go any further. Mm. So I, I, you know, thought I was doing something wrong. Because sometimes I can hold pruners or tools under my under my armpits, right? Yeah. So yeah. I thought maybe I, you know, did something. So I went to go check, you know, open my armpit and see if a tool or something was going to fall out. Didn't fall out. What's wrong? So I went back and did it again. And I'm jamming. My head bobbing. And my hand wouldn't go. And so something just said squat down. So I squat down and I looked deeper. And there was a bunch of spiders hatching. Wow. I thought that this was the clearest communication ever. Um, and the way that the birds, like a hummingbird, uh, I, I have footage. I even posted it on Facebook of this hummingbird, like chilling with me. <laughs> so, you know, I just feel as if, if we can really um, disengage, unplug, only to plug into a better source of energy. Mm. It's almost as if we're not understanding that where we could go is going to be better than where we are. Darcia, don't start. Oh, my God. Unplug so that we can plug it back in, but to a yes. better source of energy. Yes. Listen, I, I want to open that up a little bit more. Um, this this my kind of carrying on right here. Because... <laughs> <laughs> We treading into the woo-woo. You know, that's that's my mm -hmm. stuff. And I understand where these, um, as my daughter likes to draw vor a vortex or vortice uh, often. And um, she always tells me, like, that's a portal. You can't go through there. Or 
Um, you can't see it with your eye, but you can't access this or you need to ask permission first and then you can walk through. So she, mm-hmm. we play these games a lot. And I've come to understand that what's happening or manifesting in her is the work that I'm internally doing with other people. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's, it's amazing to see it unfold and then it comes right back to you with strangers, mm-hmm. with clients, with this conversation we're having right now. Mm-hmm. You extended your arm to reach. You were blocked. You couldn't go any further. And the wisdom, your emotional intelligence, your built-in mm-hmm. solar system told you to squat so that you could see with your other eye mm-hmm. why you couldn't go any further. Good God. Okay. We can end the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, okay, but we got to get the soil food. Oh, my God. Ah. So tell me, um, I want to open this up a little bit more, but so you're you're on the football field. It's now a farm. You are communicating not just with um, the the grains in the soil and the plants, but all of nature, all, all of nature that is living and breathing as well. There's a relationship that's cultivated. So this started had to have started early on. Do you remember like your first experience as a little girl with plants or with food or with animals or where did this come from? Animals, no. Insects, no. My mama wasn't playing none of that. Um, before COVID, <laughs> I still had this immunity check. You know, this COVID <laughs> ain't nothing, nothing to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so my... I believe that it's my love for outdoors. I really believe it's the space and time and, you know, universally my presence, like my purpose, um, like how I was just born because I love the outdoors and I can't imagine someone who would not want uh, fresh air with the particles of everything, you know, that the earth has to offer to ingest, um, you know, to be in air condition regularly, that has never been sexy to me. You know, some people would, we were young and girls would say, I'm going to have this job and I'm going to have this job. And I thought I was going to be a lawyer because I saw them on TV all the time. I didn't see them in the courtroom until law and order. <laughs> so um, once I learned they wasn't going nowhere either, I was like, oh, this is a negative. Um, so just being, my mom used to always like, we were always broke, you know what I'm saying? So free Mm. stuff was the thing. And then you always had to engage in stuff at the park or the recreation centers, stuff like that, that had music, but yet, you know, you could spend five or $10 on some snow cones and some popcorn, you know? So our activities were based on what was going to be feasible, like how uh, the parent, in my opinion, parenting is the idea that you're imposing your, your wills on your child you know what I'm saying so the thing that my mom would have wanted to do um you know with her popcorn and all the sweets and stuff those are the environments she had me in so I didn't so much partake too I didn't like um enjoy the sweets and stuff as much as she did but definitely our time or just being outside or just rolling to the park and she'd be chilling with her homegirls and I go find me some friends you know it was very very social but we didn't want to go home we wanted to chase fireflies um, you know, we had met new friends. We was going to cry because we didn't, you know, couldn't see each other or go and spend the night <laughs> at each other's house. We had plans, girl, on the, on the swing. Like, girl, I'm going to tell my mama that I've got to come over because see your mama Why does it sound like my children, <laughs> like Issa, who intentionally goes to a park so that they can come ask me. Oh, yes. When can we schedule a play date? But you just met her. 
Where right. can we schedule a play date? <laughs> right. Making I all these it. plans. Yes. yes. And all of that happened outside. You know, even with the uh, my car, no shares, no copies. You know, you mm. was always wanting to be out. We did Foursquare. We did Jumping Jacks. Um, not Jumping Jacks. Um, what is it? Uh, hopscotch. Hopscotch. Um, marbles. You know, all of this stuff was available at the recreation center. Tetherball. Our playgrounds were massive. And now look at our playgrounds in Texas. I don't know what they're looking like in Cali. But in Texas, they're not even letting them go on the, the merry-go-round or the, uh, the yeah. what is that thing yeah. that goes around and that's into that's so imperative for cognitive development yeah your playground reflects how your child or how you will perceive the world and i did programs i remember where we went horseback riding at the ymca wow. you know we we went uh, i went in a, a hot air balloon yeah we traveled to michigan to the to the you know the lakes and and swam the water I almost drowned but i i still swim I think, you know, I, 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 I get where I'm going, you know. Right, right. But you see it's what I'm saying? A, Everything yeah, yeah. was outside. Yeah. Don't let nobody put something on a grill. Oh, oh that's a block oh. party then. Right. I mean, neighbors is coming out. Everybody outside. It's mosquito bites and all. We don't care. It's such a disheartening truth, though. And I'm glad you brought that point up about the environment for children. And how it's collectively shaping their uh, kinetics and aesthetics and mm. visual. Like all of these ways that they learn. Um, I will say, and this is part of the reason why I wanted my girls to have a connection to where I grew up in California. They're, they still have some of those playgrounds here. Of course, uh, in the areas where it's more gentrified or crowded, to mm-hmm. be honest. You know, everything is compacted. But there's value in nature and water and just land and an open field. And for parents who, maybe not on purpose, but that whole culture, generation that we came from, go outside. Mm-hmm. Listen, these kids these days don't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. And, and and I have to, and I'm saying that in in, in a lot of self-inventory ways as well, because I have to remind myself to tell my children to go outside mm-hmm. because they're in an electronic age, but that's so important and, and also beautiful. So I'm looking at your point of origin in your story, which is being set up, not forced, not persuaded, mm-hmm. but being set up to have a relationship with outside. Yes. To have a relationship with nature, to have a relationship with movement, with action, with actually doing things that bring the body joy. As I tell my clients, joy is alkaline. Joy is life. Joy is blood moving. Joy is invigorating. Joy is fire. Well, how you do that? You got to get your butt up and, mm-hmm. and make it and expose it rather to the elements. Oh, God. I can go so many different ways with this. Right. Uh, so let's 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 just jump right in and tell the people what you do because the way that you offer services to families to your clients, it makes sense now that you are giving them something that was directly made available to you. So you give them this access, and you want to make it feasible for them because you are a mama, and that's just super dope, and it's always going to be dope. And you a black mama at that, and you a black entrepreneur mama. At, we could just keep adding on and adding on. Um, but what is it that you offer to community to your clients? What do you do? 
I think I offer simplicity with intent. Mm. There is too much rigmarole out here. It is not that hard. I don't care what you are part of or where you what you're trying to do. You sitting here trying to tell me on every level out here in these streets, folks is trying to tell me that they got to get a grant, that they got to go get some money. They got to do X, Y, and Z. That sounds Ooh. good if you're trying to buy land, if you're trying yeah. to buy a building, which we should be doing. But I'm yeah. talking about the ability to revamp your own situation. And if you are a part of anything big and everybody can't come together with a few dollars for the better good of whether it be legal care or legal assistance, whatever this is that can um, help us propel as a people. And that is my goal and intent with family empowerment. And I don't care what that family looks like, who yeah. your family is. But my yeah. my thing is, because you you are really supposed to create your family. You are, when you are a, a flower or a seed, you know, something being grown, you are escaping and leaving where you were from. Mm. You do not sit there and stand, you know, still as a plant, you think that, you know, that they don't move and things like that. But you, that's not understanding the root system and their con- how they communicate. Can we but talk about all the in roots? All, yes. Talk about the roots. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're supposed to, to migrate. We are supposed to um, constantly change and be proud of that. You know, people are trying to stop themselves from aging even mm-hmm. as if there's something wrong with that process. Mm-hmm. How do you get to the flower if you don't age? Oh my God. So in the in the inability to get money, you know, and, and try to make it seem like these uh tasks are so difficult, um, is a disturbance and it's a distraction in my opinion on what we are really, really capable of. And the and this this um situation just doesn't service me. So I am trying to be the solution where I'm welcome. And not to force myself in any space on anybody with my beliefs, because I promise you they're going to be 100% different. But I respect where you are and what you got going on. And this is what I have to offer. And you can take it or you don't have to. You know, you it's not a problem. But I do believe that everyone needs to know how to grow. And whether that be spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, or with a seed in the ground. I think that growth is so important. All of it all of this everybody needs access and needs to know how to grow yes. I'm going to post it and I'm going to quote you <laughs> but I'm telling you right now <laughs> that I'm going to post it everybody needs to know how to grow so and I love the way that you phrase simplicity with intent mm-hmm. um, this is not like a cookie cutter template uh, it can't be because that's not Darcia. And if right. you need any more proof, if you've been listening for the last 21 minutes, um, I call her my twin for a reason because she's a silent storm. And I, I know. I, I, mm-hmm. Okay, let me back up. <laughs> so, <laughs> simplicity with intent. Mm-hmm. I come to you and uh, in real time. I don't like to speak in hypotheticals. I like to use my own stuff. I come mm-hmm. to you I am um, uh, a mother with a village, as I've I've moved out of saying I'm a single mother, but I'm a mother with a village right. with two daughters. I got two moons, two wild unicorn moons. And I say, I want to partake in your resources. What does simplicity with intent look like for me? You're going to provide me access to uh, put a garden in a box. 
you come to me or do I come to you? You have resources for me and my kids. Uh, what does that look like? Yes. So it is, um, there's so much that could be done. I am that creative we were talking about in the beginning. But what it looks like for your particular situation is me engaging you and your children at the same time. And it also involves me being able to have a relationship or build one with your children so I can learn what they like and what they don't like so that you know as far as the the process goes like um I come and I um I come to your house and I'm like hey girl you know um what are y'all planning on growing looking at your space seeing what you Mm -hmm. have available to make sure that you can be successful from jump street because when I leave I'm not supposed to leave and and create a, a garden for you and then it's all in shade yeah. And then you can't grow. You're not successful. And then I've been paid and I'm on my way. So my guarantee to these families, because I do know that I'm dealing with families that are relearning, um, you know, their relationship and want to. So it is very feasible for me to do garden kits is what I do. Uh, Filthy Rich Nutrients is the latest um, business venture that I've engulfed in because I want to make sure that you have melanin dominant nutrients to the plant so that when Ooh. you ingest the plant, you are full of nutrients versus only the um, basics that they provide you. They give you, uh, they say, well, the plants can survive with these amount of nutrients, but I want to exceed that. Um, So once you do go to Hay Healer and start drinking teas and things and products from that particular uh, location, now you have a maximum impact on your health and wellness because you're not ingesting bull. Mm -hmm. You know, the store is lacking. They're doing everything, a lot of things, not everything. They're doing a lot of things with technology, which omit a lot of the nutrients. And a lot of things are not being grown in the ground, in the soil. And the whole soil is a whole community and has an ecosystem that is contributing to the plant and its its electricity. The ability to give you power is coming from vibrations of the ground and of the sun and all of these things come together. Now, when we put raised beds in, that's an alternative. But if you're a homeowner, I'm looking to um, help you have uh, create ecological restoration, which means I want your garden to eventually repair the soil that's below it. We'll do a zero till method and we'll build up the soil so that raised bed eventually when it breaks down like I want it to, I don't want it to stay and stand forever. I don't want plastic. You know, I want this to be a natural process. And as it starts to break down, it's giving you the cue that your land is actually repairing. And then we move the garden over a little next year and we move the garden over a little next year. And it doesn't have to mean that you have a whole farm in your backyard. It could it could very well just mean we're moving nutrients, you know, and, and giving you a better lawn if that the case. But I also urge homeowners and people and my customers to understand how much you're already invested in farming. You claim Mm. as if you're not a farmer or you don't have a green thumb and that might be true, but you're paying for that lawn. (laughs) You got an HOA that you got to pay to keep up that lawn. You know, Mm -hmm. you're getting fined for not cutting your lawn. You water that lawn, you know, so Mm -hmm. you are very well intended to manage your your beauty around you. You have the ability, you want it, but you don't believe that you should consume it. And so I, I try to help people see that this food is their medicine. And you know, throughout COVID and even the gas issue that we had some years ago, when they cannot supply you with the produce or the food, you're not going to get it. 
we will be the last on the list as in melanin dominant to receive nutrients. So if you don't know how or even what crops you can plant quickly to hurry up and feed your family in seven to 10 days because you only got a week's worth of food. You know, these are the things I want to teach you. I want to teach you how to regrow from your grocery store. If you're on EBT as I was, and I will put it out there, three kids by the age of 22 married and a homeowner. It's life is mm-hmm. real. I know struggle. I know what my babies was out, you know, without, you know, diapers and things at times when we try to get things in between jobs and all that. So I'm trying to show you the gutter. This is the intent on simplicity right here because they out here playing with your education in your mind. See, we're going and getting schooling, but we're not getting educated. And I'm coming with the education. That's what I would love to bring to you. On the professional side, I have a a nonprofit called Hip Hop Crop Curriculum, which I will be rolling out um, for the first time at Roosevelt High School in the fall. I love it. And that will be the vibration and the sound of the universe, the earth, how the, um, the sun sounds, how the moon sounds, how these vibrations sound, and bring your sound. You know, these kids don't want to learn because you're standing talking to them. Where are the kinesthetics? Who told you somebody's supposed to be lecturing to our minds? When there are all of their minds is already greater than the one standing there. So I don't even understand why this person is, you know, reading from a book, trying to get them on a curriculum. That's neither here nor there. But I'm here to try to break these, <laughs> this barrier um, of understanding um, and just try to simplify why I do what I do. And I'm not playing no games. So I want to infuse information, but I also am open to being taught. I gravitate towards different people, positive yeah. people, because I yeah. know that I don't know everything and I'm willing and ready to learn, too. That's medicine in itself. And I let me let me just put a period, period, poof <laughs> right here, um, because there's an audacity that comes with this kind of. Let me say it another way. Now, you can't clone Darcia. It's only one Darcia. But I understand the energy and it has nothing to do with being melanated so much mm-hmm. in, in in just an alpha woman but there is a spiritual authority that comes with this kind of revelation so that audacity in that air that you walk in the room with that you offer when you literally are talking to your clients or answering a, a freaking interview question and you tell people I'm not playing no games with you <laughs> this is what I do this is what I offer now, you can have some. If you don't want none, that's okay. But I'm not playing with you. Right. I, I feel, um, and this is just a personal testimony. I'm going to give you your flowers while you're here right now. Right. When we connected through Dr. Jeff, shout out Dr. Jeff, my brother that I fight with often. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when he introduced us and I told him, um, before he brought you or, or introduce me to you in plays. We were talking about the mission of Hey Healer and what he's like, you know, what is, what is your message? And basically that culture statement. And I said, um, we're giving people access, but also holding them accountable. And that's something that has not been uh, preached or uh, focused on. It's not been like um, a, a, just a driving point, like a, a source of motivation 
because nobody wants to look like the bad guy Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to this fear of feeling like you need permission to to say certain things or you're going to lose certain following or connections and for the life of me I could never understand that and that was just me rolling by myself Mm -hmm. now you connect with community and you expand that so now I'm attracting my soul tribe and I'm saying, hey, this is who I am. I'm a fire starter. That's just the first thing I said to Darcia mm-hmm. with no apologies. I said, I'm a fire starter. I can't light it for you. Mm-hmm. And I am I will know in a very short period of time whether or not you got your own fire mm-hmm. or not. And, and if you don't, it's okay. That's not going to stop from what we're doing, but this is what it is. But here's the medicine that I want to come to. There's so much sugarcoating yes. and suppressing and hiding and... Uh, gaslighting and in just a lot of imposter syndrome and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just be honest. Even in the community of holistic mm-hmm. and medicine. And I love one thing I love about you is you not going to gaslight nobody. I don't care how much experience they <laughs> have. However, when you find that there is uh, a thread of, of enlightenment there that connects with your culture statement and it lights your fire more. Mm-hmm. Basically, it, it engulfs your flame. You're not afraid to speak up about it. So I wanted to say that definitely uh, before I see you in real life next month, right. but I, I'm just really proud, like peacock proud, like really excited that who you are and the way that you hold people accountable for, even if they, they're a product of their environment and they can say, I didn't know because I have access. Okay, everybody starts off from a clean slate, mm-hmm. but she's not going to hold your hand, I'm going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the same language that we use at Hey Hiller. So if you reach for us, I promise, I promise you we'll reach back, right. but you have to reach mm-hmm. to begin with. I want to... Um, just kind of tie this all together uh, as we're coming to a close. <laughs> this is so good, though. We're going to really expand this uh, with a, a lot more um, soft spots tomorrow on um, our live. And if you are listening to this now, welcome. I hope you get a nice glass of brown and <laughs> sit down <laughs> and enjoy because you're going to need it. You, you, you're going to need this truth um, because Darcia speaks with a lot of fire, but with a lot of conviction. Um, so we're going to expand the idea of growing your food from the store. We're going to expand the idea of the farm replenishing the soil and expanding that, uh, the garden boxes and all of that. And just really how people can, um, get in contact with you. So can you let us know now uh, with all the things that you're offering? I, I want to ask about it now, but I'm going to wait till tomorrow to dive into the hip hop move, the um, product that you're offering. It was something else that I wrote down. Yeah. Filthy rich nutrients. Yes. I'm probably going to start there because the filthy rich nutrients, I, I need my hands on that now so I can expand your message here in LA. Um, Tell me just a little bit before I go into how people can get in contact with you. Why? I know the melanin, melanin dominant, mm-hmm. but what specifically do you love about Filthy Rich Nutrients and how it's going to transform what's being done? Um, filthy Rich Nutrients is intentionally 
for melanin dominant people, people with melanin. Everybody has melanin. Let's start there. Um, and how mm-hmm. we measure that, I don't know. But uh, skin wise, um, we know that we need more. We need always require more sunlight to activate our vitamin D with that calcium. It takes um, more vitamin E, more everything. We require more nutrients, which is why our babies go through that wick milk so fast. Um, We need things in a grander uh, amount of nutrients that they're um, the levels that they provide already are for melanin recessive. So you have to know, um, like, how much you need. Um, are they testing this on the white rat, the black rat, the brown rat? This is the level of melanin that you might need. Um, so if you're taking uh, pills that are for a melanin recessive individual and your blood pressure or whatever is not getting any better, you know, who's to say that they're measuring, you know, you properly, or of course this medicine might not be what you're supposed to be taking in the first place. But at the end of the day, we have, we're, we're individuals. We're not one size fit all. We're cookie cutters. And we know that there's more nutrients needed. And we already know it's fact that our soils and our farmland have been depleted because of the way they've been farming with pesticides, insecticides and things of that nature. So, and then canning and all of these processes of foods reduce the amount of nutrients you're ingesting. So my goal with Filthy Rich Nutrients is to let you know that it is gold. Your health is your wealth. And if you can harvest food that is in soil that is intentionally made with you in mind, then maybe your diet and your overall health holistically can improve. Ooh, this is a gold mine. And I already know that you know, but I'm I'm just going to put sprinkle my little fairy dust on top of it and just just tell you um this yeah we got to talk when i see you next month this, this is a gold mine this is beautiful one why i'm i'm so excited about the way that you're moving with this kind of offering is because this is my number one thing that i preach to my clients and customers dosage yes. dosage dosage and all dosage dosages are not made equal yes whatever you're reading on the back of the label on the bottle that's not for you Mm -hmm. i'm telling you right now that is not for you that's not for you present day this year this month that is not the correct dosage and then it's really really vital um to start doing things more intentional and more intuitively Mm -hmm. as well um I don't care if it just says a thousand milligrams, the dosage and taking it more than once a day. And that also kind of tags and and speaks into some self-initiated planning and motivation and how we're just kind of lackadaisical and we just take everything for what it is. We don't question nothing. Well, Well, actually, we question the wrong stuff, but that it just all comes back to the root and how this healing journey is tailor made. But you won't know that um, and, until you actually go against the grain and say, hey, I know everybody's going down this street. But what if I turn the corner? How, how much of an impact will that have on me? Mm-hmm. Good God. Mm-hmm. OK. Agreed. Let let us <laughs> let us prepare ourselves for our live tomorrow. I'm really, really excited. I will be talking to Darcia at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. She gonna come in dancing because that's what we do. I have a song specifically for her. Um, 
and and we're going to talk about all the things and we're going to jump back into her story medicine and we're going to talk about how she is just a garden nature farm whisperer um or garden goddess as i have called her and um yeah i i just i i'm really excited about sharing my friends my circle with community um, because it's so good. I just believe that y'all should have a little bit of access to the things that I have access to <laughs> as well. And I'm saying a little bit because my people are just as selfish as I am. Ah. They take care of themselves. <laughs> yes. Okay. That, that's all I have to say. Period. Mm-hmm. Poo. Period. Poo. Um, tell the people on this here podcast, though, if I want to Google your name, Tell me how to spell it correctly. Right. Yeah, y'all gonna need the and, help. And, right, you're gonna need that. <laughs> you need to spell it correctly. The Darcia part is what I'm talking about. And um, where can I find your social media website? And if I could fly into Dallas, where would I most likely see you? Definitely. Darcia Houston is D as in dear, A-R-C-I-E-A, Houston like the city, dot com www.darciahouston.com or Facebook author dot Darcia Houston IG at Darcia Houston and definitely you can if you were in Dallas anywhere they were getting ready to have an ag event more than likely I'm there um, <laughs> but I farm with uh, I garden with uh, Friendship West Baptist Church I garden with Dallas ISD um, Lincoln High School being the first school that I partnered with uh, DHK Wellness Strategies. And we have a culinary garden to where the students are, you know, gardening with me and cooking and learning nutrient nutrition with uh, um, Mrs. Haynes there. So that's a wonderful program. And that program is how um, that was like a pilot to uh, Roosevelt. But I have a um, farm situation. It is in Ferris. It is private, but it is called Junkyard Farms. And um, I have a wonderful opportunity um, with a wonderful business partner that we're going to expand greatly, you know, and we've already we've been working on it for some, you know, some time now but we haven't been profitable or anything yet, or even actually put a lot in the ground. So it's just something in coming and working. Uh, it's a working progress, but um, yeah, Oak Cliff veggie project, their gardens. I manage their, um, their gardens starting in April. You know, it's all everything seasonal with these uh, community gardens and then Highland Hills through Lone Star human services, Ali Scott, they have, um, a, they turned their pool into a garden so i'm there on sundays with their children we just did a documentary um with uh the oak cliff documentary so check out the oak cliff documentary and um you'll see about you know that garden and that food desert or food apartheid situation that they're in and so i'm about justice and you know wherever that could happen it doesn't look like it's public so that I might not always be, you know, where they're <laughs> protesting because I might not believe in why they're protesting or the process in which they're going about it. But I am there and active in the ag world here in Dallas. You can find me somewhere. You can find her somewhere because she is in all the places and she not lying. And she didn't even name all the places right. that she be, to be honest. But 
we appreciate you. I'm going to ask you one last question. You know, one of my favorite quotes, and you you may have heard this around Hey Hiller, it's on our website as well. Denise Froman um, is a Hispanic American activist. She's a poet and writer. She's a badass. She's a, she's a troublemaker like us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love uh, one of her famous quotes, your wound may not be your fault, but healing is your responsibility. What does that mean um, for Darcia in the work that you do? Um, I think that too many people, I mean, what are you, what are we trying to heal from? Where are we mm-hmm. trying to go? Where, what is the goal when you say you're trying to heal or you need to get yourself together? I say that plainly all the time by everybody, you know, um, I, I'm trying to get my life together, but I'm, I'm saying like intentionally where, when you say I'm having me time, what does me time do? Does that just do your hair? You know, Mm -hmm. does that just do your toes? What is the benefit when you walk away? And how are you building on that? How are you sustaining your growth, which is, you know, your uh, your uh, obligation to heal? You have to grow and a scab has to, you know, your skin has to grow back. So once you've been hurt and it's it's healed. Um, what is what are the what are the steps you're taking to uh, elevate? You know, if you've been hurt in a bad relationship, you know, are where are you um, evaluating how you're going to grow? What soil are you going to be in next time? What type of sun access mm. do you need next time? Did you need more water? Are you dehydrated? You know, <laughs> it's it's so many uh, different ways that you can look at it. But at the end of the day, we all have been hurt. Our, our childhood wasn't the best. We had some messed up teachers. Everybody had somebody walk out on them. Everybody had somebody cheat on them. You know, there's nothing that nobody else is experiencing. So what is what is the, the fakeness? Why, you why, you know, and, and, and it's like you're, you're trying to heal and put on a purse or put on something, you know, exterior that further, you know, irritates you and like, no, like you act like nobody know you broke. It's okay. <laughs> I see it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm broke too. We can say high five to that shit, but get up, get up. Oh, it's okay. God. You know, and that, that right there, I think keeps people right down, right there. Like you don't want nobody to know you down or you went through something or some shit, man, move around with that. Then you can heal. Yeah. Get up. Just get up. It's that's easy. <laughs> there we go. She brought the, the oh. She brought the red button back, y'all. Did you hear it? That's easy. Just get up. Just heal. Just get up. Just heal and get up. Sometimes I just let her talk. I I just even when I'm in Texas, we're in the studio. I just I feel like I just provoke her. She do. So that I can she hear do. Her. She brings out all the rightness. <laughs> I just want to hear her go, and I'm just going to stand there and smile the whole time. And then say, okay, come back. Come back to the ring. Get out the ring. Right, right. Come back to the side. Take your water. This, Get your this water. This is beautiful. Right. Take a breath. Breathe. It's okay. Um, there's so much more, and you're going to hear from her so much more. Uh, as long as I have breath in my body, for sure, you will hear from her so much more um but join us uh if you happen to find this first join us tomorrow 7 p.m central standard time on hey hiller's ig page we're going live and i'll be talking to darcia um 
And if you're listening to this after the live, enjoy it all. <laughs> and remember, we're not pointing fingers. We are at you and yeah. us, right? And and this is a no place of judgment, but awareness. Uh, but at the end of the day, as Darcia said, put on your big girl and your big boy draws and get up and, and find some application and some medicine. Darcia, thank you so much and gratitude for your existence, for your mouth, for your attitude, for your fire and all that jazz. And I will see you real soon, as in tomorrow evening. I am so excited. I cannot wait. Thank you all. And I'm so, so grateful for your time. All right. Be well, love. Have a good one.